Hey, Dr. Bill here. So this is our second time shooting at the beautiful Hollywood Citizen Theater. And I have an amazing guest I'll tell you about in one second. But before I do, I want to tell you why we do this. What's LEAP? LEAP is an entrepreneurship program for high school and college students aged 15 to 25 that we have taught at UCLA for the last 16 years. What do we teach? We teach students skills to be successful in life. And the coolest thing about LEAP is that I've asked so many of my celebrity patients and business leaders to come and help, and they do. We've had Mark Wahlberg, Paula Abdul, Michael Strahan, Kathy Bates, Anthony Hopkins, Apollo Ono, Eric Garcetti, Jason Alexander. I mean, I could go on and on and on. And these people come and share the secrets of their success with our LEAP students. Typically, we get about 500 to 550 students every summer, and we literally pack them with so much information. It's like drinking from a fire hose. And one of the parts that the students love most is when we bring in these mentors. So we started this Meet the Mentor series because we didn't want this to just be a one and done week. We wanted to do it throughout the year and continue to give these students great information from great mentors to teach them how to do businesses in every field you could ever imagine. So today I have a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Alejandra. She's engaged to my dear friend, Scott Painter, who many of you know from our Meet the Mentor series. He started TrueCar.com. He has a new company now called Autonomy, which is amazing. And I'll have him back on and, and talk about that. But Ali has a really unique business. So let me read her bio and we'll get right into it. Alejandra Rodriguez, Chief Executive Officer and Co-Founder, Shroomboom. Alejandro Rodriguez is a leader and advocate in the health and beauty space. She was motivated by her own healing journey and began searching for methods and products that would lead to a new and better way of living for herself and the planet. Inspired by functional, nutritional, and medicinal benefits of mushrooms, she co-founded Shroomboom to pursue her conviction about their expansive potential in promoting health and physical well-being. A native of Monterey, Mexico, she left her hometown 12 years ago to move to London, where she lived for eight years, and then in 2017, she moved to Los Angeles, where she's staying, because she met Scott. <laughs> Alejandra studied business management and has worked in PR and consulting, and I welcome you to meet the mentor, and I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you, Bill. I'm really excited, very happy, and you know, I was really flattered to get your call, so. No, this <laughs> is you. gonna be so exciting, and there's so much I wanna dive into, but let's start, first of all, born in Mexico. Yes. What inspired you to leave Mexico and go to London? You know what, um, that's actually unusual for um, a Mexican woman to, to, to do. I think I've always, you know, really wanted a big and really full life. And um, I love Mexico, I love my culture, but I felt like there was an amazing world that I wanted to explore. So I was also really lucky that I had my parents' support. I left in around 2008, 2009, where, where you know, safety wasn't amazing. So my parents sent me and my sisters to Europe. And we, we 
never came back. <laughs> but here's, I mean, you grew up in Mexico yes. and then you went to London. Did you have problems with the language? No. So um, I, I, I was in an American school. So from age three and up, I started learning English. So my, all my classes were English. I had one Spanish class. Uh, maybe PE was in Spanish also and Mexican history, but everything was in English. So it, that's given me a huge advantage. And then life. once you got to London, what did you do there? So I was studying there. I studied business management at Roehampton University. And then I had an internship where they ended up hiring me uh, full time. So I worked um, in a tech company, a software company. I worked in the marketing side. And it was a great experience for me to, uh, to be working there. Um, I had a, a great team. It was very diverse. You know, it was people from all over. You know, you had English people, French people. You had just, it, it was such a great experience for me. And I, I must have been doing something well because they opened um, an office in Beverly Hills and they offered, you know, a spot here. At the time, I just I'd broken up from like my first serious boyfriend, so I thought it, it sounds like an amazing change. Right. And I don't think I've ever been scared of uncertainty. You know, I moved to London just knowing my sister. I didn't know one soul, and I, I had an amazing time there. It was a city that was so good to me, and I, I didn't feel scared about moving to LA, knowing one person too here. And it's been such a great experience for me. So you got to LA, you were working with the company that you were with in London, and then that ended, right? That ended. I mean, it, it actually didn't even start it because shortly after they, they announced that the company was gonna get acquired. But um, this, the CEO took me out to lunch once and you know, he, before they make the announcement and he told me, um, as a friend, I'm gonna tell you, look for something else. So I, I just began talking to people and, and I got an opportunity to work in PR um, in fashion. I got everything sorted out. Um, I, I was doing management consulting for the company um, and the visa paperwork, where everything worked out, so I stayed there as well for a bit, and it was also a, a great experience, completely different space, so it was a lot of, you know, learning new, just, you know, a new industry, um, and then eventually I, I, I really wanted to start my own business. Yeah, so, okay, how was Shroom Boom born? I well, mean, I know there's a great story behind this. Well, Shroom Boom was born I mean, a, a huge part of it was that, you know, as you mentioned, Scott, earlier, having a relationship with a serial entrepreneur that's built 57 companies in his life, taken for public, you know, I, it, it was, I mean, who, who, there, there was nothing, nobody better for me to share this, this, this really big want that I, that I had. And, you know, I, I love that you actually admit that he was a mentor to you because one of the things that has made Leap so incredibly successful over the years is the fact that we bring in these great mentors. In fact, Leap Week culminates on Friday with something we call a mentor workshop, and Scott's been there. His, Scott Painter is amazing. And basically, it's like speed dating. The students sit at a table for 30 minutes and we rotate. And we have 100 different mentors there. So having a mentor is definitely the fastest way to success. And I don't think you could have had a better serial entrepreneur than Scott to do this. But 
you know, what was the actual basis for you wanting to even form a company, you know, ar around mushrooms and all that? I know, I know you had a personal experience with that. Yes, I mean, um, I've, I've always, w when I've thought about having my own business, I've always wanted, you know, to have a mission-driven company. It also comes from um, a huge passion I have from health and wellness. And this, this passion comes from my own healing journey. So um, to be fully transparent, I had, I struggled with an eating disorder for four years. Um, and uh, you know, if, if you know anything about um, eating disorders, it's a mental disorder. So anything that is, um, you know, an eating disorder, um, abuse of drugs, gambling, um, all of these things, there's, there's something inside of us that isn't right. There's maybe an emotional void or something and it manifests in a certain way. So um, my eating disorder didn't develop with anything that had anything to do with food, but it, you know, it, it does leave, you know, damage in, in that sense. You know, I ended up having a very distorted relationship with food and obviously my, my body was collateral damage. So as I was healing, um, it's tough to heal because it, what is tough is that you kind of have to rewire your brain because you, you have thoughts that are completely untrue and your physical body just doesn't work. It doesn't work as it should and it, it, it doesn't um, trust you anymore because it's too smart and you can't outsmart your, um, your body. So. You know, while I was healing, it, uh, it, 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 and I also healed through the pandemic where there was like no access to doctors. So I had to figure out a lot of things that myself. And um, when I started learning about mushrooms, you know, I started to, to um, see all the different uh, strains and types of mushrooms that, that are out there. So you have functional mushrooms that aid in physical health. And then you also have magic mushrooms that help in the mental side. So as I began learning about everything that mushrooms can do, I mean, I also started learning um, how sustainable they are, which is something that is, is a necessity. So it just really hit home for me. You know, you have a functional mushrooms like lion's mane that they help for the brain, you know, for brain health, you had shaga that's for the gut, reishi is for longevity. And then you have um, psilocybin mushrooms that are used to treat depression, anxiety, PTSD. Um, now they're using it for trials for eating disorders. So it, it's something that really hits home for me. And then speaking as an entrepreneur, as you know, um, me and my partner um, started learning about the space. We, we saw that it's a $50 billion space. So it's, it's quite significant. You know. you know, you mentioned you and your partner. I know we had a conversation and initially when you started to conceptualize, you know, Shroom Boom, you realized that there were things that you really felt were in your wheelhouse and then there were things that were outside your wheelhouse and you credit a lot of the success of your company to bringing in a partner. Maybe you can talk about that yes, a little bit. Yes, I mean, I, I love my partner. My partner is a genius, you know. Um, we have a, I think one of the things we're most proud about our company is it, it, it's visually very beautiful. And it is actually part of our strategy to right. make, you know, we, we believe that beauty attracts people's interest. And that is Jennifer's brain that's just like vomited all over, <laughs> you know, our decks and, and the website and everything. I mean, she's, 
she's so amazing. So it's, it's something that I would recommend to everyone. You know, find a partner that complements you, you know, with a different skill set. Because I think it's hard to, be, to build something really big on your own. Uh, I, think I agree 100%. You know, when I started Discus Dental, I actually had the luxury of two partners. And there's a little bit of an advantage in two partners in that when you have one partner, if you guys don't agree on something, yeah. it, where do you go? You know, you flip a coin. The nice thing about three partners is it's never an even vote. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I always tell students, you know, if you're going to start a business, uh, either do it alone or try and find two great partners. And, and I did. You know, Robert Heyman was a, a genius in marketing and manufacturing. Dave was a genius in finance. Neither of those were in my wheelhouse. I was the dentist. Yeah. You know, so together, the three of us, it, it was a great team. But I'm glad you found you know, a single partner that could fulfill all the, uh, the voids that you had in your business. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I mentioned this to you, and I mentioned this to Scott back in the day when, because um, I founded the company myself, but as I met Jennifer, and she started making all these proposals while building our brand. You know, Scott's my mentor. I discuss everything with him. He's Jen's mentor as well. I mean, I, I also even consider Jen uh, my mentor. She's been uh, in operations for 25 years. Um, but when he said, you know, why don't we make, like, what do you think about making Jennifer a partner? And I was like, I, I'm, I'm so happy to give her half of the company because I'd rather own 50% of something than 100% of nothing. You yeah. know? <laughs> I get it. So, so can you do me a favor? If, if I'm a student and I want to start a company that makes beauty products or nutritional products, what were the steps that you went through at the very inception of your company to kind of get it off the ground? I would say that the steps would be the same for probably every industry. So um, going back to the first things that we that that we did was number one, name the company. Yeah, Shroomboom. Yeah. Uh, now, how did you come up with that? That was Jen, in in one of um, our decks of the proposals because as she was building um, as she was building the brand and the look and everything, she just she'll think of everything. Like she'll she'll bring you like you know, five different um, decks of five different looks, five different options. It's just, it's a wonderful. And, and the actual purpose of the company, I, I know you guys haven't actually manufactured your own product yet. That's something in the works. But right now, your product line consists of beauty products, medicinal products, and what else? Oh, I wish we could do medicinal products. We can't. It's completely legal. Okay, so <laughs> wait till it's legal. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we could because I'm a huge believer. Yeah. I'm a huge believer in the but, research. So tell me what, <laughs> but, what your product line is right now. Um, so right now we have a marketplace. So um, to explain what the company is, is it's a content-driven platform that's built around a very compelling brand. So what we've done is we built a beautiful magazine with the purpose of creating a community and creating Education. Yes, and creating education. What we do is um, we create all-inclusive con uh, content about mushrooms in beauty, health, wellness, uh, the medicinal side. There's nothing illegal about informing people about treatments no, and everything. No, for so, sure. Uh, we're huge believers in, in how it can help um, people in their mental health. So we definitely want 
to inform people about that. Um, so we, we also have built a marketplace where we sell all products, functional mushrooms, and that's in beauty, food, beverage, fashion. And uh, we don't have any sustainable products, uh, like in terms of packaging, but we do promote them and we write about them too. What, what would be like, let's say your top three biggest selling items right now? Beauty um, is, 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 is good. I mean, like we're beauty, working- Like makeup? I mean, uh, creams, you know, there's, there's ah, a mushroom. Okay. So the beautiful thing about mushrooms is that they're really showing up as an alternative in pretty much every vertical. So let's use beauty as an example. Um, there's a mushroom, there's more than one mushroom, but a mushroom that's become quite popular in, in the beauty space as an alternative is a mushroom called tremella. So Tremella helps activate collagen in the skin and it has the capacity to retain 500 times its weight in water. So mm. it, it's really good. So that's an alternative to hyaluronic acid. So there's right now a huge demand, a consumer demand on having products that um, are clean, vegan, science-backed, multifunctional. So, right. you know, then you also have like, for example, Shaga. Shaga is anti-inflammatory and it also has properties that helps you protect your skin from the sun. So it is really fascinating um, what mushrooms can do and, and how they're showing up and how people are using them. You know, in food and beverage, they're using mushrooms as alternative to caffeine. They're using mushrooms to create foam meat that's, you know, 25 grams in protein, right, right. having nine different of the essential amino acids. So people are getting really creative. They have products that taste good, which also is, is something tricky with mushrooms because mushrooms taste sometimes a little like dirt. Yeah. So <laughs> got it, got it. So um, people are, you know, they're coming up with uh, great marketing. So I think it's an amazing space and it, it's getting a lot of enthusiasm right now. And then where did the actual name Shroom Boom come from? Because I know it like, you know, I've started up several companies. It's hard to find names that aren't taken where you can get the website, where you can actually register it with the U.S. Patent Office. And oh my God, it, you're, you're so right. And I mean, going back into the steps, the first thing was um, naming it. The second thing was from um, the formation of the company. And the name was available, Shroom Boom? For the domain, it was. Okay. Uh, it was, and once we were able to secure it and own it, um, we started doing the process for uh, protecting it and the trademarks. And we filed, I mean, but that's a long process. You know, it takes, it takes, um, um, it takes like six months for you yeah, to get a response. I know, yeah, I know. Okay, so first you got the name, then what? So then um, we got the name, but actually the name was not Shroom Boom at the start, the name was Naturals. Okay. Shroom Boom was gonna be, um, so originally the company started as a skincare company. And Shroom Boom was gonna be, you know, a, um, like one of the SKUs. Like a know? division. Yeah, like yeah. one of the SKUs, you know, it was gonna be like uh, a cool ingredient and because mushrooms right now are so hyped and, and they're so good, um, we named that SKU Shroom Boom. But as we started looking at all the properties of Shroom Boom at the space, it kind of took a life of its own. Mm. So we just decided to make um, the company um, a lot bigger than than what we originally intended to you know it's 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 a much different strategy it's 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 unique in in our space we haven't found a company that does the same thing and and that's and because of that we've attracted you know quite a bit of attention 
because it's a little different okay. than everybody else in the space. All right, so you got the name registered, then what? We got the name, um, well, you have, to you, start, you have to start building the brand. You have to then, um, I guess we did this simultaneously, you know, building the business model. And once we had like a, a, a defensible business model, um, a good, you know, branding, we started pitching. So we started pitching for money. And when you're pitching, you, you need to have, you need to pitch intellectual property. And in our case, it was shroomboom.com. You know, the, the fact that it was, that we were able to secure shroomboom with like four O's rather than, I don't know, shroomboom with like two U's, it, it, right. it makes it something, you know, it makes it something that can be created, something valuable. It, an investor, I don't think would, you know, invest in, Shroomboom with you because what if somebody comes out with Shroomboom with uh, four double O's then what do you do? So um, you you have to have something that's you know quite valuable um, that you can start mm -hmm. pitching. So um, we started pitching. We were exposed to a great a great number of investors and that's uh, hugely due to Scott. But there were other things. I mean, after you came up with a name, what about business license, format LLC? Like, did you do all well, that on your own? Uh, yeah, well, yes, but, but we also did hire a law firm. I do think it is important to have that guidance. Um, it costs money, but it, it's well worth it. Right. Um, yeah, but that came a little after because the business license we did once we decided that we were going to be a platform that was going to be, you know, selling other people's products. And that's, and also after um, we decided to, you know, where, where we were going to be located. And we started getting, you know, um, a, a lot smarter about those specifications because one of my first steps, and this is for everybody that's not an American citizen, I very quickly had to start my visa process. And actually, um, business license is something that they require. I mean, they require right. proof that you have like a real business. So yes, um, the business license did come, but it didn't come right away because we didn't launch straight away. We, we started building first. So we, you, you know, you have to start building um, the team. And, when you're t and while you're building, your real focus was on educating you know, potential clients on all the benefits of, of mushrooms and the, the variety of mushrooms that are out there, correct? Yes, so there's, there's a couple of things. You know, we, we, we believe that for you to truly make a difference, it, it is collective work. It's not something that only our company can do. So it, it, it's, you know, we, we believe in creating awareness about other innovators, other believers, other disruptors. So we, we think that um, by giving them the stage, they can all share their story, what they're doing, how they can benefit. But on the other side, we also give all this um, content and information to consumers, anybody Amazing. that's a mushroom enthusiast, that's an eco-warrior. So we, we kind of want to um, help everybody, you know. And you started the company when? So the company was May 2021, but the official launch was June 18, 2022. That's when you know we had uh, content ready when the um, when the marketplace was launched, and uh, so yeah, it took us a second to build something quite beautiful. But and if somebody wants information, your website's just shroomboom.com, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you could like wave a magic wand right now, and transport your company to where you actually want it to be, 
Tell me what that would look like. Right now, we're really, really focused on um, expanding awareness. So we want everybody to know about our company. So we, we want to be the leaders. You know, we want to be the place where people come and learn about all mushrooms, whether it's functional mushrooms or whether it's psilocybin mushrooms. You know, we want to be an authority. We want to be a trusted source. I think, you know, this is a space that lacks knowledge. There's a, a huge misconception mm. about what mushrooms can and cannot do. So I want my website to be the place where people can come in and whatever it is that they're looking for, they have enough information to feel safe about trying new things. I think that's the beauty about education and knowledge. You know, when a consumer doesn't know, some, doesn't know about something, they don't know. But once you give them information, tools, and knowledge, they can change their behaviors. In, and, you know, they can make um, educated decisions about how, you know, life can be a little better. What will be your first, like, conceptional, well, conception of a product that you're going to actually put, develop and put on, on your website? So, you know, as I was mentioning skincare, um, me and Jenna, we both love skincare. Um, and it is a big dream of ours to come with um, our skincare products. And, and we're on the way. Okay. But it's, it's um, after, um, we, we have a great group of advisors and investors, and they all want to see us succeed. So we have learned that this, you know, uh, when you're launching a product, it needs to be like a step by step. You're going to have to walk before you run. Uh, totally. And, and using skincare as an example, skincare is something that if it works, it's extremely profitable. But it, it, it's also a space that, you know, there's a lot of competition. So um, it requires a, a big investment as well. So for using this as an example, it's, it's something that I, I believe it should be done at the right time. And right now we're, you know, having a huge focus on, you know, building a, a community, uh, engaged customers. So we want to launch them at the right time because the last thing we would want is, you know, make this big investment, create this beautiful product right. that they just that doesn't move because people, you know, not enough Don't people know. know they exist. Right. The other thing I think we should talk about, too, is, you know, your being an advocate for the medicinal use of mushrooms because of how much it helped you personally. Sometimes people ask me, do you think mushrooms are for everyone? I'd say no. I don't think anything is for anyone, but I would encourage people to get smart first and then they can decide if it's something that they want to try or not. I congratulate you on your success. I know you're going to be even more successful. Uh, you have the greatest mentor in the world by your side. And I think you have a great product line. Yeah, I think you have a great strategy. And I'm excited to see what you come out with. If students watching this want to get a hold of you, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, they can email me. Email <laughs> yeah, um, it's Ali at A-L-E at shroomboom.com. Okay, well, we'll put that in the show notes. Also, I want to thank the Citizen Theater in Hollywood for allowing us this great facility to, uh, to film in. And if you want more information on the beautiful work that the Salvation Army is doing, please watch our little promo after this. Dr. Bill, over and out. Love doesn't discriminate. It doesn't pick and choose. When there's so much to fight against, love fights for. When others flee, love runs toward. 
And when darkness prevails, love doesn't despair. It never feels too small or too weak or too powerless to help. Love knows its worth and remembers its strength. Love isn't pro this or pro that, but proactive and protective. It's never quick to rage, but always quick to courageous compassion. Love gives everything and expects nothing. For 156 years, the Salvation Army has loved all who feel lost. With your help, we'll never stop. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.